Okay, so we are today beginning a new letter in the series of letters written by the Alter Rebbe. The previous letter, of course, was written to console the Hasidic followers of Rebbe Nachamendel of the Teps, Rebbe Nachamendel Haradokar, where the Rebbe quoted from the Zohar that the saint is even more accessible in this world after his passing than when he's still alive. And how people, his followers, still continue to receive from him spiritual and physical blessings. The following letter that we're beginning today thematically continues this idea of the passing of a saint, of a tzaddik. The Alter Rebbe wrote this letter to console his colleague, his mchutin, his relative by marriage, and his friend, Rebbe when his son tragically passed away. And in this letter, the focus of the Alter Rebbe is explaining how the passing of the saint brings salvation to the world and atones even for deliberate sins. So, the Rebbe opens by saying a question, a question of our sages. Why is it that the passage concerning the passing of Miriam, who was a perfect saint in her own right, is next to the passage concerning the red heifer. The red heifer, the para aduma, is a cow that was perfectly red. It could even have two black hairs, had to be a certain age, could not ever have been worked, no imperfections. And this cow is burnt, and the ashes are used to purify for the ultimate impurity, the impurity of death itself. So our sages say everything in Torah is precise, including the order in Torah. So why did God connect the passing of Miriam with the passages concerning the laws of the red heifer? And our sages answer to teach you something. Just as the red heifer brings atonement, it atones for the ultimate impurity of death, so too does the passing of the righteous bring atonement. This is what's explained in the Talmud. So that's not an original thought of the Rebbe. That's, this is from the Talmud. The, the Rebbe says, but why specifically, if we want to say that the passing of the saint brings atonement, and that's why we're joining the passing of Miriam to the laws of the red heifer, why are we connecting to the red heifer? The red heifer isn't like a typical offering or sacrifice. It was prepared outside the three camps. It wasn't really a sacrifice. The Torah calls it a sin offering, but it's not in the conventional sense an offering, a carbon. So if the truth is, if the point we're trying to make is just as the offering brings atonement, so too is the passing of the righteous, we should link Miriam's passing with the laws of sin offerings that are prepared inside the temple, offered on the altar, and create atonement. That's the focus of the Rebbe in this issue. And the Rebbe explains that in a regular offering, which is an arousal from below, from the 
energy of klipas noiga, this admixture of good and evil from the soul of the animal that's being offered, this is going to arouse a reciprocal response from above, drawing down a finite order of divine light to permeate our finite world, to be integrated within our finite world, to be ingested within our finite world, as, as food is, as we call the offerings, food of the altar. But since this is finite in order to get inside to that degree, this contracted order of light can only create atonement for sins that are unintentional. Because unintentional sins are coming from the energy of the animal soul, from the energy of this klipas noiga, which klipas noiga, again, is this admixture of godliness and evil. So there's godliness, but the godliness is covered over by evil. But one could penetrate the evil and access the godliness. So it's not complete evil here. That's what a regular offering. Here you sinned accidentally because your animal soul had dominance. So therefore it's this klipas noiga energy, this energy of this admixture of good and evil, and that's a problem. But it's a solvable problem because klipas noiga energy is not ultimately evil. But the red heifer is creating sanctifying purification waters drawing down an illumination from enormous levels of divinity that completely transcend the world. And this intense illumination can transform darkness to light, can create purification for the harshest degree of impurity, from the impurity of death itself. There's nothing more impure in our world than that. So similarly, the passing of the saints is not like the offering on the altar, which is finite, limited, within the box, and can rectify certain situations that are not that bad. No, the passing of the saint draws down such divine illumination that completely transcends the world. It's deriving from elements within the 13 attributes of mercy. It creates an auspicious time in this world and creates atonement for the sins of the generation. Even those that are committed deliberately, even those, therefore, that are deriving their energy from complete evil, complete impure clepus. And therefore, the passing of the saint is not like a sin offering. The passing of the saint is deliberately, specifically like the red heifer. That is exactly what is going on here. And when we're looking here, the Rebbe compares this energy, the sanctification of these purifying waters that come from taking the ashes of the red heifer and mixing it with these running waters that this is called the sanctification of the purifying waters. This relates, etymologically, but more deeply than that, to the supreme sanctity above called Tala Dulcha which means the dew, the dew, which is the Torah's description of the man. So this is very precise here, that we are calling this energy, that the ashes of the red heifer is drawing down, we're calling it tala, the dew. Because very often, heavenly blessings are called rain. What creates rain? Well, an arousal from below. The vapor comes, you know, water vaporizes, becomes gaseous, it forms the clouds, and then down comes the rain. But 
do is coming from, in a sense, a higher level. Man doesn't create do. Well, man doesn't create rain either. But our natural world is not creating do. Do is a spontaneous arousal from above. There's no antecedent. There's nothing the world is doing that elicits the do. And Kabbalistically, this do is an expression of the level of seminal wisdom within the crown of the highest world, the world of Atsilos, the world of being, meaning such high levels that completely transcend creation. But through the ashes of the heifer mixed with these purifying waters, the divine light from this level, not even just from the Chachma, from the seminal wisdom, but as a seminal wisdom is invested in the crown beyond everything, that level of godliness is coming down. When that level of godliness comes down, darkness is converted to light. This world becomes the world of Tikkun, the world of rectification. This world becomes refined. This world becomes rectified from this seminal wisdom higher even than, than Chachma and seminal wisdom. As it is invested in the deep levels within the crown, superseding, transcending this highest world of Atsilas, this world of being. And this is what comes down. And this is our job. The spiritual task of the Jew is to extract and refine and elevate the sparks that fell into our world from the breaking of the vessels of the world of chaos, the world of Tohu, that fell into all of these worlds. And through this energy that we elicit by the red heifer's ashes, we do so. Which means we can sanctify far, far lower than the defilement of the accidental sin. And similarly, that is what the passing of the saint creates. Such an energy of purification in our world that evil can be transformed to godliness.